and welcome to a new episode of Magic to My Ears. I'm Abby Felsinger, and this is the podcast for everything and anything Disney. Today, since it's almost Christmas time, I'll be discussing what happens at Christmas time at Disneyland and California Adventure. Hope you enjoy! All right, friends, let's dive right in. So, we all love Christmas. Everyone loves Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. But what could make it even more magical? Let's all put our heads together. Disney. Disneyland. A trip to Disneyland. That's it. (laughs) Really simple. And we're going to go into why that is. Disneyland has this amazing quality of taking something that's already amazing and making it even better. And they do this through just little details or through activities or their characters or uh, let's talk about the 60-foot Christmas tree that's in the middle of Main Street. Yes, 60 foot tall and it has 1,500, yes, 1,500 Victorian-inspired ornaments and 100 oversized faux candles. And that's just the beginning, friends. That's just when you walk into the park. You're not even in the other lands yet. You're not even technically in Main Street yet. You're just in the town square. As we make our way down Main Street, we are also greeted by garlands with Mickey-shaped wreaths overhead. And those are just a few of the 220 garlands that measure more than four miles long throughout the park. And again, now we're just in Main Street. We haven't gone very far and we're already immersed in this Christmas wonderland with um, you know real flames and their little lanterns Uh, everything's decorated all of the stores have little decorations in the windows that kind of remind me of like the Macy's in New York everything's very sparkly and shiny and happy and wonderful and then you see the magnificence that is Sleeping Beauty's Castle Now, I don't know uh, how many of you know this, but this is actually the first year that they are doing what they're doing this year to the castle. They've added um, some more snow. They've added more sparkly things. um, They've added icicles now. It's it's very pretty. (laughs) It was already beautiful every year, but now they've just added a little extra oomph to it, if you will. And it has more than 126,000 twinkling little LED lights and like I said the sparkling icicles and shimmering snow caped turret turrets turrets and it's just it's such a sight you know I, I don't care who you are I don't care if you're not a big fan of Disney you see that castle and you are in awe you're already getting into the Christmas spirit and funny little story so my brother and I just went a couple weeks ago just the two of us because we really wanted to see it for Christmas and we both were kind of like it doesn't really feel like Christmas yet I don't really know why but just it doesn't yet so we walk in and we see the Christmas tree and of course we're already getting the spirit you know we take a picture and then we're walking down Main Street and we hear them playing all those little cutesy little Christmas songs and Jack turns to me and says this is what I was missing just I just needed to hear some hokey Christmas songs and it's so true I, during that trip, that's when it felt like Christmas. It just, that, like I said, Disney has this way of putting everybody in a good mood and putting everybody in the Christmas spirit or the holiday spirit or any kind of happiness. And that's really, I think, a lot due to the castle because 
you can't deny where you are when you see that magnificent building. I mean, my, my family and I, we always enjoy seeing it every year when we can go. We always, that's usually on our Christmas card. It's usually a picture of us in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle. Quite cute. Uh, anyway, let's move on to Adventureland. Now, I know we just came back from Main Street and all these beautiful sights. And Adventureland's a little bit more toned down. It's not as in-your-face Christmas. You can't really tell it's Christmas until you go to Jungle Cruise, which I'm pretty sure this is pretty new. I think I might have seen it like a couple years ago, but they, my brother actually noticed it. He said that he's like, look, there's a little like Christmas tree above. And it, it is a Christmas tree, loosely speaking. It looks like it's supposed to be made out of like bamboo, sticks, bananas, coconuts, like there's little coconut snowmen. And there's a sign below it that says, happy holidays, Christmas tree lost in jungle, doing the best we can, jingle cruise skippers. I mean, adorable, right? I'm, I'm not wrong. That's adorable. And it adds this little sense of, like, reality to it. It's a little bit more of just, it's not just like Disney going, look, there's a Christmas tree. Enjoy. It's it's so fitting with the theme. It's almost like it's, like, Adventureland's personal little Christmas tree. Normally, um, they do, and at Jungle Cruise, it's called the Jingle Cruise, um, which is also quite adorable. And the story goes that, like their Christmas tree, all of their other decorations have been lost in the jungle. You see gorillas with a bunch of wrapping paper. You see, like, gingerbread uh, mix spilled over. Um, you see little lights in the trees. Uh, what was the other thing? Um, one of the jokes that they use that's very kind of Christmassy is you pass um, the giant boa, the giant snake that's on that um, tree, and the skipper will go, Oh, that's ginger, but watch out. Ginger snaps. Yeah, I'm going to give you all a minute to groan at that. <laughs> um, oh, well, funny story about this last time <laughs> my brother and I went. So something you should know about Jack, he is not the biggest fan of puns. <laughs> um, so we get in the boat and the skipper says, come on, everybody, oh, come on board. Well, don't come on. I want you coming on excited. Give you all a minute to let that sink in. Jack looks at me and says, we haven't even left the dock yet. <laughs> just just deadpan, just straight-faced. We haven't even left the dock yet. <laughs> he was so mad. Anyway, normally they have the Jungle Cruise. They didn't have it this year, which was upsetting because it's really cute. Jungle, I mean, the Jungle Cruise is always better, but it is fun to have that little holiday, little holiday bit to it. Um, so don't be disappointed if you go for the holidays and it's not there. Uh, moving along to uh, New Orleans Square, not only is, of course, the beautiful Haunted Mansion decorated, but the little streets are as well. There's a big um, Mardi Gras mask set up across the little alleyway where you have all those little shops, um, and there's a bunch of little beads hanging, there's really pretty lights. It's, I mean, all of the lands, well, most of them, do their own little touch. Uh, there's not much in, like, Critter Country or anything like that, but New Orleans Square, to their credit, they they did a really good job. They they kind of made it their own. And, of course, nothing can compare to the Haunted Mansion with all of the candles around the mansion and all of the pretty lights and Jack Skellington sitting a, atop the little entrance with his little snowflake. Um, so, as I was saying, with Jack has clearly taken over. 
And this year is particularly special for the Haunted Mansion because it's the famous house's 50th anniversary, which is why, well, for those of you who don't know, there is a gingerbread house in the ballroom in the Haunted Mansion. And it is a real gingerbread house. It is made by bakers. It is not crafted by like plastic or anything, which is partly why you smell gingerbread when you come through. It is also pumped in through the ceiling, but there is a little bit hanging in the air from the real gingerbread house. And this year for it, it is a replica of the Haunted Mansion, complete with gravedigger, singing busts, um, the hitchhiking ghosts, and a giant 50 on top of it. And it was really cool to see. And not only that, but the Haunted Mansion holiday is really fun because each little bit is is decorated to just a little bit even some of them are decorated all out some of them are just a little bit like adding a little candy cane here or there and the normal ghost host routine is more of a it's kind of a christmas poem a little bit um he'll he talks about you know what jack has done to the house and you see instead of the candelabra you see zero trying to get at these bones that are stacked up that says to zero from santa um madame leota is actually jack noticed this she's an ornament so you see her little crystal ball and then you see like little ornament it's hard to explain um you know what some of those fancy ornaments look like they're little balls and they have like little twisty things on the end on each end she kind of looks like that (laughs) if that made any sense at all and she's instead of doing you know the uh, the seance she's doing the not 12 days of christmas but the 13 days of christmas and not my true love gave to me but my ghoul love gave to me and uh they're not called doom buggies at this time of year they are called sleighs (laughs) which is really cute and in the little hallway when you're walking through the portraits you see a little sign that said free sleigh rides this way. It's being held on by a little candy cane. <laughs> so just really cute little details like that. And at the in the in the graveyard scene, they are still singing the some of them are singing the um the classic um grim grinning ghosts, but they do have a little bit of the jingle bells in the background, just a little bit off key, <laughs> which is great. And instead of the famous hitchhiking ghosts, our little friends, um, we have Oogie Boogie with a giant wheel, uh, which has like snakes on it and bugs and all this kind of creepy stuff. And as you go through, instead of seeing the hitchhiking ghost sitting next to you, you see like, there was like a zombie gingerbread man. There's a snake candy cane. There's a bomb with a bow on it. And every once in a while, this is, I think, relatively new, you'll see shock, lock, or barrel uh, pop up from the mirror as well. So look up for that, because that's really cute. And lastly, as you're exiting the ride, you see little Sally, little tiny Sally, uh, sitting on, I'm not sure if it's just a pillar or a gravestone or something like that, but she's sitting down and she's waving and she's saying, goodbye, Sandy Claus, instead of... Um, hurry back you know with little leota as we discussed in the haunted mansion episode um and you just see this giant moon and you see jack jack's a shadow of a sleigh go by which is really cute so haunted mansion holiday clearly one of my favorites it's always fun it's again even if you 
don't want to waste not waste time obviously it's never a waste of time but if you don't want to stop for it if you need any excuse to go if it's a particularly hot day even during the holidays or your feet hurt <laughs> it's a great time to sit down <laughs> that has always been my thing is when i'm tired of walking i want to go on pirates of the caribbean or haunted mansion it's a great time to just sit back in the air conditioning and rest your feet <laughs> anyway moving right along to Fantasyland. Unfortunately, Fantasyland doesn't really have a lot of decorations because, um, you know, little rides, you know, most of them are dark rides, you know, like Snow White, Scary Adventure, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, stuff like that. Um, there's not a lot of decorations. Uh, you can see the backside of the castle that still has, that has, you know, obviously that has decorations, but everything else is kind of just, you know, just Fantasyland, which doesn't really need much cheering up. You know, it's already pretty cheery. But, of course, um, we have, it's a small world with the giant facade as it were and it is decorated by more than wait for it 400,000 twinkling lights 400,000 I I can't stress enough how amazing that is and it takes a talented and dedicated team of nearly three dozen cast members 35 days to install the glittering outside of it's a small world and i forgot to mention stupid of me speaking of taking how long seeing how long it takes to build these things it takes let me look here usually takes 18 days to decorate the haunted mansion but uh this year uh joe peters who is the entertainment technical director reduced the downtime to 11 days to keep the haunted mansion open as long as possible during its 50th anniversary celebration so that's just a little fun fact. But getting back to It's a Small World, yes, it um, surprisingly, I thought it would take a little bit longer than 35 days. That seems uh, kind of fast, but apparently it's fine. Um, so it takes 35 days, and the inside only takes 18. And I guess that makes more sense because there's not really a... I mean, again, they I think they changed the music. I haven't been on it in a really long time, but pretty sure some of the little characters are wearing santa hats and every different country headstone christmas traditions inlaid in it which is really cute uh but there's not a whole lot of i don't think tinkering going around with the ride because haunted mansion is more of like they change the animatronics they change um the voices they change the flow of it this is more of it's just literally had a makeover just to look like christmas but the outside of course the giant clock face has the big santa hat which is always cool uh it's it's really incredible it, it really it, the it's a small world facade and the castle really i think are the big top points during christmas of course the christmas tree is as well but nothing really quite beats you know sparkling twinkly lights especially in the sunlight when it's not dark yet the tree still looks amazing but the castle and it's a small world really either day or night they look pretty great um so Moving on, I actually think this would be a great time to take just a short break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about the Christmas Fantasy Parade, which is my favorite. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we are back. So as I said, we'll be talking about now the a Christmas Fantasy Parade. My favorite parade, personally. I do... I did love Mickey's Soundational Parade, but I think it's gone on a little bit too long. Uh, but the Fantasy Parade, you know, only plays once a year. Well, not once a year. It only plays one certain time of the year. And 
the music's great and the characters are great and of course ever since frozen came out they added on and elsa which is always fun uh like another fun little story when jack and i were just there uh we we heard the parade coming we were just trying to get into some of the stores to do some christmas shopping and we're like oh maybe we can kind of just watch from the stores because they won't they wouldn't let us stand obviously in the street so we're kind of dodging it out of stores and he's like oh it's okay we've seen it so we're walking around but then i heard uh either Olaf's voice or Anna's voice I think or I saw like part of the blue float and I just ran I went is that Elsa and Anna and I just he looked at me and said go I sprinted out of the store (laughs) and was waving to them because I am a child at heart I'm not afraid to admit it I walk back and he looks at me he goes you got you good now (laughs) so always fun anyway so little facts about the parade itself uh it features 105 performers 18 float drivers and 12 musicians um those are the costumed uh toy soldiers from the disney movie babes in toyland which i hadn't noticed until i saw a picture of the cover of the movie because i don't really know a whole lot about it because it's an older disney movie and it's live action and i saw a picture of it and i thought to myself those look a lot like toy soldiers from the christmas parade but i thought he's a toy soldier you know how how different could they look but i've had it confirmed so i'm not crazy about that um, it has daily parade performances, obviously, and it takes approximately 200 performers to stage the parade during the holiday season. And again, if you've never seen it, it's, if you're going this year for the holiday season, it's completely worth your time. Stake out a good seat because it's really cute and it's really different from what they typically do because it's very, again, it's, I mean, Disneyland's always pure, but the ho- something about Christmas time at Disneyland is even purer. <laughs> Is you're combining already these bothly, these bo- bothly, that's not a word, these both perfectly um, pure things, Christmas and Disneyland, and putting them together into this one amazing thing. And the parade, the music, the performers, the characters that you see, and the floats are really different, and it's, it's not just, you know, most of the parades, they each have, each float as one particular character, like they have Tiana on one, then they have Peter Pan on one. This is kind of like that, but on this one, instead of having one particular princess, they have them all on this big float with all these really pretty candles, and they're all dancing with their princesses and with their princes, <laughs> and it's really pretty and really fun. Uh, that's all really for Disneyland. Um, Tomorrowland doesn't really have a lot of Christmas decorations. I don't really know what you'd do for that. Obviously, Star Wars Land, I don't know if they celebrate Christmas in the galaxy. <laughs> I know that there was some kind of form of Jedi Christmas and some spinoff for one another, but anyway, they don't decorate Batu, which is Star Wars land for the holiday season. Um, but one more thing before we leave Disneyland, they do have specific treats for the holidays, which are really good. So recommend. Uh, they have one of the ones, what did we try? Oh yeah, Jack and I each got um, these cookies that... Uh, they have like little like mine had was covered in white frosting and it had little Christmassy sprinkles on it and he got one that was wearing it looked like it was Mickey wearing Mickey ears with little Christmassy sprinkles on it so really cute um moving on uh to California Adventure uh in a similar light to Disneyland uh guests are greeted by a somewhat smaller tree it's true but still 50 feet which can be seen at the Carthay Circle Theater it's right you know car well not theater the carthay circle you know the literal actual like almost equivalent to the town square at main street 
And along with the Christmas tree, uh, the biggest change to the park is to Cars Land. So uh, Cars Land, you know, they have their big ride radiator springs racers. That one doesn't really undergo a big change. Uh, but the two smaller rides take more festive forms of themselves. Uh, Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters, which used to be Luigi's Flying Tires. Uh, now it's this little, if you haven't been on it, it's super fun. <laughs> it's, you get in one of these little cars and they, it's supposed to be Luigi's family in from Italy. And you sit in the car and they do a little dance to these different songs. And it's really fun. And little sidetrack. Again, I love telling stories. The first time we went on it, um, so Jack gets a little motion sickness and so does my mom. And so we're, it's us and then our friend and we each, two, two of us in each car. And we <laughs> were watching before we get on. And at the end of each song, it seemed, they do this just little spin, this really fast spin. And Jack looks at me with complete horror and goes, I really hope we don't spin. And I'm like, sorry, buddy, I think we're going to spin. So we get in and we start doing the dance. And it's like a little conga, I think, was what the one we ended up doing. And at the end, we we kind of were getting how the rhythm goes, like how everything's timed out. And when the car sits still at the end, when you're getting to like the big finale, that's when they start spinning. <laughs> I look over and Jack just has this like look of help me. And we start spinning. He was fine, but <laughs> just poor guy. <laughs> Anyway, Rollicking Roadsters becomes Luigi's joy to the world. Even I groaned at that one. <laughs> and then Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, also adorable if you haven't been on it. It's the one with the little, um, the tractors, you know, the, the, the tractor tipping instead of cow tipping that they do in the movie. Uh, you get these little tractors and it's basically like the tractors are doing like a square dance. <laughs> and it's also... <laughs> It's actually kind of scary when you're on it for the first time. Um, again, a little quick sidetrack from Christmas. The first time we all went on it, me, mom, and Jack, we <laughs> we get in and we're kind of like, okay, what's, what's this going to be? And we're like, it's just going to be cute and fun and silly. So we get in one of them and it's like swinging us around. But there's one point where it, it swings you, but you feel like you're going to fly off the hinges of it it just kind of takes this really wide berth and you're like, okay, this is, this is where, this is where I die. This is, this is what's happening. So it's really fun, especially going in thinking it's just this little stupid little kid ride, you know, similar to like, you know, a Bugs Land ride, but it, it's actually a little frightening when you do it for the first time. Anyway, uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree turns into Mater's Jingle Jamboree. <laughs> Once again, adorable. <laughs> Uh, the other parts of California Adventure don't really take that much of a, a decorated turn. Uh, we didn't go to California Adventure this year, so I don't know if it's changed since the last time I've been. But last time I was there, uh, there wasn't a lot of different decorations besides, like, in Hollywood Land and uh, Carthay Circle. Like, I, I don't believe there was anything, like, in... Well, this was before it was Pixar Pier. I don't think they really did much there. They might have done a little bit, but... Um, there's not a lot. The only big thing that they do near, like, um, where Ariel's Grotto used to be, which is now the Lamplight, I think it's called. I haven't been there yet. Uh, is between Ariel's, between that and the Little Mermaid ride is they have this, uh, food festival, which we actually got lucky one time. We just stumbled upon it. It was kind of, it wasn't Christmas time quite yet. It was a little bit, like, just a tiny bit before, but... 
it's really cool. They have all these different uh, people come, they all have all these different uh, foods, that's the word, <laughs> from all over the world. And it's just, um, you still have to pay for it, obviously. <laughs> but they, it's it's really cool because it's just, it's like a different, I'm trying, I don't even know, I can't speak anymore. Uh food court I guess you could say it's like a nicer food court <laughs> they have um like they had well, they had like tres leches from I think that's from I don't want to sound ignorant Mexico or Spain or I don't know um and they had like places from France Mexico uh Italy uh I think they had something from uh the Bahamas and they had stuff from all over the world that was really cool and they decorate the little booths obviously with like little reeds and stuff and each one has like a little homage to like what that country celebrates which i love and if you ask the people they're really nice because we were going up to i think it was a like jamaican cuisine and we didn't really know what jamaican cuisine was <laughs> so we were like hey what's in this and the people were really cool they will actually like explain to you how it's made and what their traditions are if you ask like if you say like what is what do people celebrate in this country? They will give you a detailed rundown of what happens, which I really love because it really spreads awareness and it spreads like understanding. It's it's just another way of Disney kind of like kind of like it's a small world spreading like the fact that everybody's different, but we all come together. <laughs> and anyway, it's it's really cool. I think it's actually called the Food and Wine Festival. Yes, they have wine. <laughs> we were all very excited about that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that's really, that's, they don't do too much, um, in California Adventure. The only thing that, well, my dad in particular, that's not a word, particular, in particular, there we go, loved was, um, we just found them one day. We, we hear somebody singing, which normally would be the Dapper Dance, but we weren't in Disneyland. And there are these little, <laughs> there are these carol singers. They didn't do it the last time we were there, which was kind of a bummer, but normally they have these people just walking around and they'll just stop and just sing a Christmas carol. And they, they're dressed up like, you know, something from uh, a Dickens book. And they have these little booklets. You know, the women are in bonnets and the men are in top hats. And it's really cute and really endearing because, you know, they have the citizens of, I don't know if it's the citizens of Carthay Circle or the citizens of California Adventure. You know, they have the, um, the lady with the dog. They have a male lady. I think her name is Meg or something. I've only bumped into her once. Um, and there's a postman, I think, and there's a cop. And so they have all of these citizens. And so the carolers were part of these citizens. And they were really, really cool and really sweet. And you can request carols. And they just, again, they just, we were just walking down Carthay Circle. And there they were. It was really fun. So overall, to end this segment, this segment, I cannot talk. I apologize, guys. To end this segment... <laughs> Disney does an incredible job of spreading Christmas cheer to everyone who enters the magical place. And it's just an incredible experience. And if you haven't been or thinking about going and not sure, I really recommend it. It's very worth your time. It gets a little crowded, obviously, I'm not going to lie, but it's really worth your time. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Um, again, I'm going to encourage you guys, I haven't gotten anything yet, please, 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 I'm begging you, uh, to follow me on Instagram. It's um, capital M, so for ma magic to my ears, dots in between each word uh, at Instagram. Or you can follow my personal Instagram, which is, I know it's a very cutesy name, bunnygirl1995. <laughs> uh, and you can 
chat with me or send me any questions or send me a prompt you'd like to talk about, you'd like me to talk about, or if you have a fun story that happened to you, that can be about any segment. I don't care how far back it was. Tell me anything you like about Disneyland. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. You can also send me a voice message, which could actually be put into the podcast. Uh, it's, I believe there should be a link to it on Spotify and really anywhere you get the podcast. But um, if you just want to cut straight to it, if you go to anchor.com, you should find my profile and there'll be a link to send me a voice message. And again, it can just be you saying hi, it can be you asking a question, it can be you um, wanting a different prompt that I haven't talked about or telling a funny story. I mean, odds are you're going to get on the show because I don't have a lot of people sending me in anything. (laughs) So please, please, please. And um, I hope you all have a very safe and happy holiday season. And it's going to be a little bit longer for the next episode. Uh, I will be gone for a week starting the 28th till, I believe, somewhere in January. So I won't be posting for a little bit, but I promise when I get back, I'll be doing more. So again, happy holidays and be safe. Have a great time with all your families. And thank you for joining me. All right, guys, 